1: Star Wars: Some of My Seven Episodes, 1,988. Today, we're still in the safe zone, and I wanted to talk a moment about the emotional roller coaster that is the lead up to the rise of Skywalker. Especially considering that we are officially one week away from its official release. Officially, <laughs> punch it. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So, we are still in the safe zone, which means that we are not going to be talking about rumors or leaks or spoilers, or, in this case, actual official releases, apparently, because there was something that was posted that oh gosh I guess people are starting to react and think like okay maybe this was the bridge too far and I'm seeing headlines come through on my you know email notifications and whatnot and I'm looking at these headlines and going uh, I'm gonna have to shut some of these off because honestly some of these websites should know better they should be doing the headlines a little bit differently so they're not revealing some of this stuff because I think think that we're just we're crossing some lines at some point before Pablo Hidalgo blocked everybody and their brother on Twitter he said something to the effect of hey you might want to start tuning out and this was months ago because if you know you don't want to know stuff then you better tune out because you're going to learn stuff I don't think that means he knew what every single you know commercial or social media promotion was going to look like but he must've had a sense that at some point it was going to cross a line for someone. And by someone, I mean, everybody, everybody's got their line that they don't want crossed and who knows where those lines are going to be. I mean, for some people it's, all right, I'm off social for a month cause I don't want to take any chances for others. People are like, I love spoilers. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect my experience in the theater, so people just get a little bit weird about it. You know, everybody's got their thing, and that's okay. For my part, at least, I will say that I'm really kind of surprised by my own emotional reactions running up to The Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I'm excited for the movie. I'm very curious to see how everything plays out. I'm, you know, really interested and into it, but there's also this... Very large sadness I'm discovering inside myself as we get closer and closer to the movie. I mean, it's not about anything controversial or anything like that. It's the notion that this is really it. I mean, I've had the luxury of having you know seen the original trilogy in theaters, having seen the prequel trilogy in theaters, and thinking that Every time, okay, I guess that's it, you know, no movies on the horizon, and Skywalker's story has been told, or at least as much of it as we're going to get has been told, and that was it. I remember the thrill of the original Thrawn novel coming out in 1990, was it 1990, Heir to the Empire, and how, oh my gosh, we could actually be getting new Star Wars stories. And being told new adventures of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Princess Leia and Chewbacca and R2 and 3PO and all these characters. And how beautiful it was to then get to the prequels and then have everything end with Revenge of the Sith. And okay, Lucas is done telling his stories and saying that, nope, it wasn't nine, it was six. That's it, I'm done. And then the incredible excitement of Disney buying Lucasfilm and saying, nope, we're going to do three more movies, and how fantastic that was. And now here we are, and it's the end of the trilogy of trilogies. It's the end of the Skywalker saga, and I just have this... Deep, profound sadness because we've been through it once, we've been through it twice. Now it's the third time and and we're done for good with this group of people on screen. And it's just, it's, there's a little bit of mourning that's happening. And I'm nervous too. Oh gosh, am I nervous about this because I want them to stick this landing so badly i remember thinking about the lord of the rings movies and how i hoped that after fellowship in the two towers that they would be able to really finally carry it off with the return of the king and they did for the most part but it was you know four different endings of the movie they're like they could have ended it at one point and then they're like no but let's keep going oh there's the end oh, but let's keep going and they're like oh just you wanted that final emotional moment, and they kept going, ha ha, nope, ha ha, nope, ha ha, nope, and that always messed with me a little bit. I don't think that's what we're going to have happen in The Rise of Skywalker, but still, I just, oh gosh, I hope that it all wraps up. And again, this is not about any controversy that may be happening on social and reportage or anything like that. This is just the personal experience of one Star Wars fan who knows that 4 decades of storytelling is riding on this and I have faith I am willing to believe in the absolute best possible outcome I don't have any of that hope knocked out of me or anything like that it's just you know the attendant nervousness that goes with it I'm going oh gosh I really hope they can pull this off because what a monumental task what a challenge this actually is And tickets have been on sale for a while now, but I actually didn't order my tickets until earlier this week. And I think it was because, you know, I was just not sure about how I wanted to experience this final movie for the first time. I just, I was like paralyzed in (laughs) my thinking about it. I just didn't know what to do. It's been such a strange set of experiences um, watching Star Wars movies since we moved to New Hampshire. I saw Revenge of the Sith in our little hometown movie theater here, and... They are... they're interesting. Like They're not actually part of the whole, you know, Fandango system or anything like that. So, they don't pre-sell. You actually have to go a week before a movie opens to the theater itself to buy tickets. Like, that's... <laughs> that's the situation there. But, I saw The Force Awakens as part of the marathon in Boston for the first time. I saw Rogue One in Manchester in IMAX. I saw... Uh, the Last Jedi in Concord, New Hampshire. I saw Solo in my little hometown theater. Uh, it's just the experience has been different each time, and this time I'm actually going a few towns away and seeing it uh, in a town called Meredith, New Hampshire. If you're at all familiar with it, a gorgeous little town. But the idea of it, like it just, I couldn't bring myself to buy the tickets because I just, I just didn't know what I wanted out of this final first-time experience with a Skywalker Saga movie. And the other weird thing is balancing the notion of being able to do it as a Star Wars fan and also doing it as a Star Wars podcaster because there is an opportunity for me to be, you know, visible as a podcaster and talking about the movie and the run-up to it and yet also wanting to just shut off and be a normal person, if you will, (laughs) if there is such a thing, and just experience it. It's been difficult with every one of these movies, and even going back to the prequels, to not experience it for the first time without being just super analytical in my mind, and not just reconnect to the wonder of it and that is something that I'm really hoping I'm going to be able to do and I don't know if I can get out of my own head about it either. I don't know. Like I I don't know if this is an experience that you might be having or if any of this at all sounds, you know, familiar or resonates with you whatsoever. I mean, it's just such a strange experience. And I can't think of any other movie franchise that gives people this kind of experience. Like, next year, people are not going to be freaking out in droves like this over the James Bond 007 movie, No Time to Die, when that comes out, right? I mean, it's going to be, what, the 25th Bond movie, which is amazing, Um, But no, people are not going to be freaking out like this. Um, Fast and Furious 10 is coming out in, I think, 2021. Uh, The 10th movie in that franchise. And will people be freaking out the way that they are freaking out about Star Wars? No, they just won't be. This is just such an incredibly unique franchise to be involved with and to experience. Or maybe this is just Full Moon Fever or something like that. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that in years past when we've been within a week of the release of a Star Wars movie, like, I just kind of start silently vibrating, basically. Like, Lonnie has said that she's been able to pick it up off me. Like, just this sense of wherever I am in the house, you know, out with friends or whatever, that there's just this part of me that is not present because in my head I'm going, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, and I'm just literally vibrating, I mean, maybe not that (laughs) overtly, but that there is just a somehow tangible, palpable vibration that's emanating from me that has to do with the fact that, oh my gosh, Were this close to a new Star Wars movie, which is an incredible event. Now, if you have similar experiences or completely dissimilar experiences with your emotions leading up to The Rise of Skywalker, I would love to hear about it. Uh, But there is one thing I do want to ask of you prior to the release of The Rise of Skywalker, and I'm going to explain that after the break. It's a real easy one. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So, I don't want to jinx anything, but I've been really lucky with Star Wars 7x7 with four movies that have come out previously. We haven't had any spoilers posted on any, any of the comment sections of our social channels or the website in the days leading up to the release of a movie or the days immediately after the release of a movie, and that's a credit and a tribute to you listening and watching this show. You've been so incredibly respectful of other people's Star Wars experiences, of other fans, of other people in this podcasting community, and... I'm, just, I'm truly grateful and awed by the level of care and concern that you have for each other. So thank you very much. And, you know, I hope this continues through The Rise of Skywalker as well. I don't see why it wouldn't <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But as I'm seeing things percolate online, just in general, I'm kind of surprised that we're seeing some of the things we're seeing. And I'm trying to kind of go... You know, only look at it through very squinty eyes so I don't have things ruined for me that I don't want to have ruined for me either. But um, this is just ultimately a reminder for all of us, including myself, to be super careful and thoughtful about what you're posting on social right now. To make sure that you don't spoil the Star Wars experience for someone else, especially with the stakes being as high as they are or with this being the last movie in the Skywalker Saga. Yeah, uh, it's scary and nerve-wracking. Look, that's another thing that's messing with my emotions right now is that I could possibly have this final <laughs> experience ruined for me somehow by straying across the wrong website, the wrong tweet, the wrong something, you know what I mean? So yes, please be careful about what you're sharing, but also be careful out there on the interwebs. Like, I saw something about two days after the release of The Last Jedi, which was an infographic thing about what to put in your kid's lunch. And it was four boxes, and it had a picture of a sandwich and chips and a drink and a cookie or something like that. And the captions were like, sandwich, chips, drink, and Luke dies in The Last Jedi. I was like, what a sneaky and ridiculous thing to do. So... Just please be careful out there and preserve your Star Wars experience to the best of your possibilities. (laughs) And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.